Hey, Hada, what's happening in Melee? Glorious return to form for our super major events. Of course, we were missing people like Plup and Leffen, but you know what? I would say having Zane, Cody, JMook, Hungrybox, Amsa, Lod, we'll get to... Oh, and Zuppy is one of so another hot up-and-coming player who I think everybody knows by now, but we will talk about the fourth place finish for Zuppy in mere seconds here. First of all, Hada, how's it going? How are you doing this week? Uh, going pretty good. Feeling pretty good about uh, Melee as a whole right now. Uh, been focusing a lot on teams, trying to focus on my Sheik a little bit in singles. Uh, not having a lot of good i guess feed like positive feedback in the far as results but you know i feel like i'm getting a little better here and there colorado as a as a whole is getting very strong very quickly um you know watching collision was great i watched top eight with ellen on the couch at home and uh got to cheer on my boy Fizzwiggle in teams and in singles uh pretty far in the bracket on both so my uh, my best man was absolutely killing it on the sticks and uh really excited to uh, continue to watch him grow and succeed so it was a really good weekend for Melee. We have to start with Grand Finals. We'll have to work our way backwards from there. I've watched Grand Finals at least five times this week because this JMook versus Zane Grand Finals was almost everything that you could possibly ask for. The only thing that could have been different was... <laughs> Not only a reverse 3-0, which we got to see in the second set, but what if the first set had gone to game five as well? I think that's the only thing you could say because otherwise, JMook having a pretty good weekend at Collision and then loses a very close winner semi-set versus Cody, who manages to win game five there. And now Cody moves on to winner's finals and JMook drops down. Has to go on a loser's run in order to win his second tournament and a back-to-back -back tournament appearance. So if we go to down to the loser side, where Jamie got unceremoniously dropped, here you go, now you got to make it work. It's down to play against Moki, then against Zuppy, then against Cody again, this time a 3-0, and then 3-0 Zane in the first set of Grands, mm -hmm. just like that. And Brandon makes almost makes the call of a lifetime. I don't know, y'all. People 3-0 the winner's side on Grands a lot, and then they just get ran over in the second set, and that's what was happening. Zane wins game one and game two on Jamu's counterpick in the second set, and we're going back to Dreamland, and I'm going, no, what are you doing? You can't go back to Dreamland. But then soon enough we would be saying to Zane, no, Zane, you can't go back to Final Destination because... Not only did JMook beat Zane on FD twice in the first set, but in the second set. So in game three, JMook takes the game on Dreamland. We go to FD for game four. JMook wins that. We go to FD for game five. And in game five of the second set, my, my favorite little interaction, which was set up by game four of Grand Finals second set, where... Zane tries to air dodge out of something and drifts right. backwards thinking that he'll fool JMook and JMook just waits for him to land in front of him and then grab punishes him. It was so cool. There were little moments like that where that's what to me sets JMook apart from these other players and and I, I hate to say it, especially from other Sheik players because I think JMook has this really crazy ability after watching this grand finals like five times again in game four, 
Zayn did the air dodge up and drift back move, and Jamek was doing something else to cover a different option. And 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 the next game, in game five of the second set of grands, he remembers this and he knows exactly what Zayn's gonna do after one time of doing it. That's what I'm saying is so crazy about Jamek is that he seems to like understand everything that you're doing. If you do it once, he's not gonna be fooled again. Which for the thousands of little interactions that you will have in a single game of melee. How is he able to do this? It's crazy. And it's not because he can meditate between each stock. It's just, it's because that's how special of a player Jay Mook is. And we're super lucky to have someone who can win back-to-back tournaments, but it's chic winning back-to-back tournaments. It was already crazy enough that Jay Mook won Genesis 9, but now winning the next super major back-to-back, according to people on Melee Stats, that's only the... Jamek is literally only the 10th player in Melee history to perform that feat. Not even the first person to do it from losers, but it is the 10th person to win a back, back-to-back major. So good stuff to Jamek. Yeah, Jamek absolutely demonstrating a level of proficiency that we haven't seen from a Sheik player, not just across a variety of matchups, but more so than anything, really breaking down all the stereotypes that people used to have about Sheik. You know, Sheik's only good at, you know, throwing you off the stage and giving you. Sheik's only good at... Uh, you know, sharking you on your platforms or abusing shield drops. It was, you know, the fact that not only Mook doing this, but also Zane doing this, you know, going on their opponent's counterpick, they're theoretically their best stage, and then winning every single time in that grand final set, that was Zane winning on Dreamland and Mook winning on FD, was absolutely bonkers to me. And it's, you know, it's, it's you're seeing that at the highest level of melee, even from players like IBDW or Cody Schwab, uh, winning pretty consistently against Zane's Marth on FD, and it's a very, very interesting thing. And I think we're at another kind of melee renaissance where, you know, counterpicks are all, all, all well and good, and all things considered should be benefiting to you. But I think that especially our top players and our people who are really grinding out, and this is really becoming evident uh, probably throughout the course of people putting in thousands of matches on ranked, and um, people are getting stronger on their counterpicks. You know, well, I can go even as close as, um, you know, Colorado's own Fizzwiggle, my best man, the my homie, my dubs partner, that's my dog. Um, up 2-0 against Two Saint, loses the game, the second game on on Dreamland, just narrowly, and then has two games on his counterpick, decides to go to Yoshi's Story, which he is very, very dominant on, not just as, you know, a Sheik versus Puff, but also just him as a player absolutely loves Yoshi's Story, and he gets reverse 3 out. Uh, by Jigglypuff on Yoshi's Story. And it's it's now that we're seeing as a game with no patches, as quickly and as variably as it's developing, the meta continues to shift. The meta continues to change. Maybe Dreamland is strong for, for Marth. The extra dash dance range, the extra ability to add layers of mix-ups on his approach, um, being able to mix up shark timings with short hop or full hop through or wave land down on side platforms to go for tech chases. Maybe Sheik is good on on FD. Maybe she doesn't need the, the platforms. Maybe she just wants to get that low to mid percent uh, tilt into a launcher and then just not let you down. Very Marth-esque. Just shark, 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 shark. Push you off with a strong hitbox and then use, you know, Sheik being one of the best edge guarding characters in the game. Just seal away stocks with just, you know, a 30, 40% launcher with uh, one of her very accessible tilts. And then Jigglypuff being able to use her aerial mobility to smother her opponent on a stage like Yoshi's Story 
and really just not let their opponent pick their spots against Puff, which we used to think, you know, we have to smother the Puff. We can't let her get space. We can't let her choose to dictate to match. And then you have players like Toussaint who are flipping that script on its head and saying, you know what? You know, I have this very aggressive, very uh, high-level chic taking me to a small stage, and I'm just winning. I'm just doing it. And, um, you know, on the inverse of that matchup, the Dreamland games looked very chic dominant. Fizzwiggle was winning 85 to 90% of the neutral interactions. But the difference is, is Puff only needs that one op neutral opening to take chic to town. So we're really going to have to, I think, especially as figureheads, com like commentators and analysts, really break down what does the game plan mean in certain matchups and how does this affect the narrative surrounding stage counterpicks? That is going to be an interesting question as we get further and further in because you can tell that there's been a, an emphasis on your weakest stages in a matchup. What are you or and your character struggling with the most? And and I want to make this a strength. That 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 seems to be a very clear answer for a lot of top players saying I I don't want to be counterpicked to a stage and go well welp there goes that game, and. It is a stark difference compared to the era where you would see Mewtwo King or Ken or or 2019 Zane take somebody to FD and everybody go, okay, well, there goes that game. And because things are changing rapidly, whether you're literally t picking a different character up like Leffen, picking up Sheik to go against Zane, making that stage a weaker counterpick. Or if you're Cody, who just straight up says, no, I'm just going to win those games. Don't take me to FD. Don't even bother. Hey, let, let, let's strike to FD. Oh, it's just a counterpick only stage. Well, let's strike to another stage that's supposedly Marth favorite in this matchup. Let's go to Pokemon. I'll I'm down. FD. Huh? Then, then all counterpick FD games exactly. too, and then beat you, you know? Exactly. And then get you all confused in your brain fuzz and being like, oh, wait, do I just go back? Or, like, I just got <laughs> throttled on that God. stage. It's supposed to be really good, but I don't, I don't know. But it, it's it's a wild to me, you know, especially in the age and the, F, the greater FGC of, you know, patch culture. You know, people saying, oh, this character needs to be banned. Oh, this move needs to be nerfed. This, this, mm -hmm. this, this, that, and the other. And all, not just Smash, but so many communities are like, you know, let's just wait for the next patch. Let's wait for the next update. Let's wait for the next this. And, you know, that's coming from MOBAs. It's coming from fighting games. It's coming from any modern competitive title. And then Melee's meta is still developing with zero patches. It's absolutely outrageous. I love, and I love that Melee, despite not getting any official patches of course we have you know things like ucf and eternally down bad controllers shouts out to left and shouts out to seven grand being spent on controllers in the past year alone that's crazy i i want to say to all the top players who put in the time it we're, we're all seeing it and benefiting so much from it when we get to see these high-level matches and sets. I, I Unfortunately, the one set that I did not get to see this weekend that I really did want to see was Cody versus J-Mook and Winner Semis. I haven't been able to watch that set yet, but I've been content watching Losers Finals a few times, watching Grand Finals a bunch of times, and this is such amazing gameplay that we're seeing yes there are certain things especially as i watch it over and over again where i go oh that's a slip oh that that was not necessarily intentional there that zane or jmook did the, the most immediately obvious and noticeable one you probably noticed this even on the first viewing hada because the commentators were pointing it out 
Jamie kept trying to do the reverse fair when Marth would land on stage, jump up from the ledge, try to do the reverse hit fair to send Zane off the stage again, but would keep reacting just a little bit too late and Zane would be able to put up the shield. So that's like there's little things like that and i'm so happy that jmook looked human sometimes in grand finals because we all remember when mango at summit 11 everyone was saying well zane made a lot of mistakes and <laughs> ignoring the fact that mango also made a lot of mistakes the same thing applies here jmook did make mistakes in this in this set in these grand final sets so did zane but it, it does matter who can scrap better who can remember the last little detail the last little wrinkle who can convert for the final stock and jmook already despite having second place finishes and quote-unquote choking sets away wave dash 2022 comes to mind despite that has seemed to have overcome that obstacle so i remember when you and i we didn't get a chance to record last week. We didn't get a chance to dive into the potentials of this bracket. And even if we did, we most likely would have missed out on the news that left and dropped out, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But we, 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 something that I think I said to you, and I also said this to Dawson when we recorded last week, I want to see JMook coming off of that big championship kind of feeling, winning Genesis 9. How does, how does JMook respond? Because... The other unfortunate side of this, let's get into someone who did not play up to their standards, was Amsa, who missed out on top eight at this tournament. And it started on the first set of top 32 winner side being reverse 3-0'd by Zuppy, and then goes down into the loser side of things. And Amsa loses to Laud and gets like 17th or 13th place. That is extremely underperforming for the second seed of the tournament when you when you think about it i mean shouts out to zuppy and lod they are very good players lod went on to finish fifth and zuppy went on to finish fourth we'll talk about zuppy very soon i keep saying it and we will i promise it's just crazy how you can have jmook showing the capability of going back to back and then Amsa, who had finally broken through with yoshi not being able to go back to back per se just yet and, and then starting to struggle going into 2023. Right now, Amsa doesn't look like a top five player based off of this, based off of Genesis 9. And so what's going to happen from here? Those are the, That's an interesting storyline to see what happens with Amsa. Is this, mm -hmm. is this because people are finally starting to catch up? Is that really the reason why Amsa's dropped a couple of, sorry, a couple of, a couple of tournaments i should say sets and and everything to the like not being able to win or even place in the top eight it, it has been a stunning turnaround from 2022 amsa to 2023 amsa but we're all the same we're seeing we're seeing people play to their highest level and then people taking a, a little bit of a step back that is how it goes do you want to highlight zuppy's performance or uh or talk about somebody else who impressed you at collision hada sure. i mean zuppy is a phenomenal phenomenal player and something that i really like about zuppy as a player is you know how positive they are on the timeline it's they're always looking for games they're always lifting people up beyond just how talented of a player they are um they hit amsa with the reverse 3-0 amsa was in a dominant perform dominant um you know stage in their set and then zuppy you know turned up the jets and hit them with the reverse 3-0 uh same against moki losing game one and then hit winning three straight and you know, I gotta, you know, look at their next set against Zane and seeing Zane's performance all the way up till uh, top eight. 
is um Zuppy or I'm sorry, Zane specifically did not drop a game until I believe winners finals, if I'm thinking correctly. Uh let me go ahead and find that. Are you talking about Zuppy uh how many games it's sorry, how many sets it took for Zuppy to drop a game? Um Zane. Oh Zane, Zane, Zane. sorry, sorry, yes. I'm think Zane was did not drop a game until winners finals, and so even getting to the point where right. no, I'm not you're gonna right. lie, Zane was kind of styling on Zuppy in their set, but then Zuppy falling into the losers bracket. Um, yeah, Zane's first loss was to Cody in winners finals um, game loss. Anyway, um, Zuppy then running it all the way up until fourth place, uh, taking a three-one victory over Lod uh, to qualify uh, for the top four position, and then the. The top three at this tournament really just looked head and shoulders above the rest. And so you got to give credit to uh, some other players who worked their way through the loser's side. And I, you know, I got to look at June bug first. Uh, June had a crazy run and he ended my boy Evans run. My boy Fizzwiggle um, ended up beating him with the DK. So Donkey Kong. And if you're going off results alone, uh, Fizzwiggle to qualify for top 32 beat Akir in a pretty dominant fashion. And then lost to Junebug's DK. So is June the best DK in the world? He might just be at this point. So... Edwin Budding in his in his Monday morning Marth said that Junebug's performance at this tournament is the best by a DK at a major since if you want to be really specific, since Bam's bum, right? fourth place finish in two thousand and five or whatever it was. It was I think it's bum, right? Isn't it bum? Bum, sorry, my bad. Yeah, it's it's bum. Yeah, bum was the goat DK and now it's now it's June, and June just might be the new GOAT DK, and that's crazy because he picked up the character six, seven months ago. And that's... Lucky Bracket, Lucky Bracket! No, June's and, uh, just, June Bug's just an amazing June's player. just amazing. June ran into an Icy's, and that's Icy's second best matchup after Bowser. And it was JJM. JJM's an amazing Ice Climbers player. Mm -hmm. And June made JJM look silly in one of his best matchups. And so it's... <laughs> It's absolutely insane. You know, June would go and cargo throw the Nana, jump off stage and yeet her off and then grab the ledge. And it's just like, all right, what are you supposed to do about that? <laughs> oh, Lord. But looking a little bit further, we have a couple more pretty deep runs. Lod with a very deep losers run, you know, 3-1 uh, over Toussaint, 3-1 over Amsa, 3-1 over Axe, and then a game five over Aklo. So Vlad had a pretty weird losers run. He had Puff into Yoshi into Pikachu. And I wasn't, I don't know if it was, the, yeah, the Link did come out against Vlad. Uh, the Link came out as well. So I believe there was two games of Fox, three games of Link. Uh, so one game win as Link, one game win as Fox for Al Aklo. And then a last stock game, game five. Um against the fox right and then inevitably to fall game four three one to zuppy so lod went on a crazy run especially considering that they i don't believe play or stream nearly as much as the any of the rest of the top players and really really working on his residency right now so huge ups to lod uh moki taking a game fiver over hbox as well inevitably only to fall to jmook so Moki taking the win 3-1 over Triff, beating HBox game five, and then Moki falling to Zuppy in the Canadian Fox Ditto. So Zuppy kind of the Canada versus Canada Slayer at this tournament. So beating new Canadian resident Amsa as well as Moki. So Zuppy kind of looking like the best Fox in Ontario right now. So finally maybe taking that moniker away from Moki. 
And uh, that's, uh, that's a lot of our very deep runs that we did have some other cool uh, performances coming out from uh, players like Swift. Uh, Swift, I believe, fell. Let's see, where, where was Swift? Can't find Swift's. Oh, wait. Where was Swift in Winners? Who did Swift lose to in Winners? Oh, oh we lost to JMook. 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 Yeah. So Swift mm -hmm. losing to JMook and Triff. So it's two pretty tough matchups for Pikachu. And uh, that should be good. And um, I can go ahead and do that. Jesse, I saw that message. And, yep. um, you know, thinking about the players who fell out first round of top 32, most of them are top 100, if not top 100 level talent. You have, you have Khalid, you have B-Bats, Magi, Jojo, 404 Cray, Captain Smuckers, Mop Money, and Fizzwiggle. Those are the people that lost round one of losers in top 32. Like, this was a incredibly high-level top top heavy tournament and it was just an absolute blast to bounce between streams and check out who's playing who and it was just a good time all around so let's talk also, a little bit about sorry go ahead oh just quickly because i was thinking about magic shout out to magic getting sponsored by clg Yes, uh, that was on the docket. Congratulations <laughs> to Magi. That's two players for CLG. Everything is normal again. It's Cody and Magi. And even though JBDW, or I guess it would be Jody now for Cody and JMook, consistent static teammates. I, yeah. Who's Magi going to team with? I mean, I guess Salt or Bobby or somebody right. else down there in the Louisiana, Texas region. It's just... It's just, I do like seeing, you know, the I, the idea, I, I always get tempted to say, oh, the teammates should team, but CLG has like one of the, like the top two, if you want to say that Alliance Armada Android were the best team of all time, whatever, but it's still at the very least, if not the best team of all time, the second best team of all time. I just like to see a, a Magi and Cody team at some point, Falco Fox, that's got to be a good team combination, right? I mean, come on, but we'll probably not actually see that. That's neither here nor there. We, we I wanted to get into doubles here because we were, we definitely love doubles around here. We're going to be double, doing a double show match today. So let's definitely acknowledge the winners here. We start with JMook taking the whole tournament over the over Amsa and Axe over Egg Static. I I love seeing a reuniting of Amsa and Axe. They don't always actually team when they play in doubles. Sometimes you'll see Amsa teaming with Mango at Genesis 9. It's just the way it is. Amsa be teaming with different people and acts much the same way. But looks what, look at what happens when you have them go all the way to Grand Finals to try to take on JMook and Cody. However, falling short because JMook and Cody is about as good of a team combo as you will get aside from Hungrybox and Plup, who Plup was not at this tournament, just Hungrybox, therefore no hunger box plup uh, but we're we're all kind of like itching to see that but then you got to talk about some of these runs from other other teams to get uh into top 32 and everything just mm -hmm. just give me give me some runs here that you were particularly happy to see i mean i very again very selfishly really proud of my boy <laughs> fizzwiggle and his run uh so fizzwiggle teaming with khalid uh so socal puff uh, took a pretty dominant performance, 2-0 over Bonfire and Artie. So that's a really talented, I believe, New England uh, Chic Peach team. Yep. Uh, losing in a very close game three game to J Mook and Cody Schwab. Falls into the loser's bracket. 
and let me see where their losers round started. Uh, yes, uh, so taking a game three over J Flex and Chango. So the the that's another. These are Sheik Puff versus Sheik Puff, and then takes it game five over the Asian one in our time. And then falling 3-0 to Team Egg Static in Amsa and Axe. So Team Egg Static, not gonna lie, went on a wild run. So 3-0 over Khalid and Fizzwiggle, 3-0 over Polish and Crudo, 3-1 over Rishi and Lod, and then Game Five takes the L to Jmook and Cody. So Amsa and Axe kind of went crazy. And you know, it's the thing is, is when Colorado was watching the set, we were just thinking to ourselves. It was like, God, you know, you have to rest the Yoshi. You have to rest. There has to be rest going on. There was just no rest coming out from Khalid and, and Evan to to really make that matchup happen. And they were just getting just ping-ponged back and forth. And it was a very, very cool set to watch. Uh, Axe and Amsa have been teaming together for a long time. And an amazing team in their own right. Um, Aklo and Foxy Grandpa, I believe, had a pretty good run. Uh, let's see where they started. Let's see, Aklo, Aklo, Foxy, Grandpa 2-0 over Moki and G-Subs. And then loses to Polish Crudo. And then takes an L to the Asian one in Arton. So I I know the Asian one's pretty good. I believe it was a Falco from New York, if I remember correctly. But I've heard, and when I was talking to Evan after the set was over, that they are, he's a very, very good player. So I would love to go ahead and check out, especially how good they are in teams. All the... All the Colorado teams players were like, yo, this might be the one of the best Falcos in teams that we've ever seen. Because Falco is uh, notoriously a very difficult character to play correctly in doubles, but has the potential on paper just to be one of the best doubles characters in the game. Uh, saving power from laser, uh, being able to uh, wake up, if you have a team with a Jigglypuff, wake up uh, uh, your teammate from a, from a rest lag from very far away. Um, as well as uh, get some pretty creative combo extensions from just mixing in laser to a lot of low percent or even high percent combos to get some more creative kill confirms. And I don't believe we've Miss Ma'am has made a made a <laughs> an appearance on the podcast in a while. Say hi, Breck. Hi, Breck. Woo woo. Go, Breck. Woo. No friggin' way. Oh, breakfast cat. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> this is not fair. We have a developing. <laughs> we have developing. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I want the chic. <laughs> no, that, hey, that's my friend from high school. I don't know. Don't at me with this fox nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I for our double show match, you know, I just. You know, I'm very sentimental. I like to team with my friends. And so I decided to hit up my friend from high school. That's ridiculous. Um, his tag may or may not be Fizzwiggle. And so we were just going to, I was going to you know, ask my good friend from high school to play doubles with me in our double show match today. That's so <laughs> dumb. We may or may not be a semi static. We may or may not have, you know, won tournaments before, but that's okay. It's going <laughs> to, eventually, um, I'm going to have to make a role specifically for Fizzwiggle. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, all right. You should definitely interview him. He has a really cool play story, by the way. A side, a side note, just saying. No, no, um, absolutely. I see. Wanted to give another quick shout out to some cool developments going on. Brotherly Love Esports is kind of popping off on multiple fronts right now. Uh, quick wanted to give a shout out to, uh, they're get, having actually going to get uh, a cool new beer brand started called Short Hops. Mm -hmm. uh, may or may not have DM'd uh, Gene Dalla. 
and asking if I could get that ASAP, and uh, we're going to work that out. So I'm really excited because I'm a big craft beer fan. And also um, have a tournament along the way. I believe it's Creed 2 um, taking place in Philadelphia. Creed 3, so. I believe it is, because Creed 2 was last year that B-Bats won, if I'm... Yes, that is true. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Billy did win that one, so I'm going to have to DM Billy and see if he's going to go try to, to repeat. But I think this one's going to be a pretty big event, so really excited for the Philly crowd and hoping to see... Oh no, it is Creed 2, never mind. Final confirm, Creed 2 is the one this year. Creed, the very first tournament, all B-Bats, all B-Bats, baby. This one's going to be different. Yes, I love how much brotherly esports is popping off. I will be going to Short Hops. I will actually be there. I don't know. I don't drink alcohol, but I just really want to have one of the cans as like a as a souvenir. You know how you get the souvenir cups at the movie theaters? Yeah. Or we used to when we used to actually bother to go to a theater to watch a movie, but you'd get right. those souvenir cups. Or if you go to a sporting event, they have souvenir cups. But like that's kind of the souvenir cup. Yeah, so I'm really excited to, to get my shipment of, of short hops at some point soon. Well, allegedly, 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 this is not allegedly. something that, that's not something that's supposed to. Elan, welcome to the welcome to the show. We're finishing up here, but we're also in the process of getting everything started with the double show match. Mm-hmm. Elan um, has no little to no experience playing doubles. I have little to no experience playing doubles. I'm honestly don't even know how to set up direct connect doubles. Uh, there's a there's a whole teams function. What are you talking about? Well, it's very easy. I'm yeah, gonna go to I'm, teams. I'm gonna find out. But yes, Fizzwiggle is also here. Fizzwiggle, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, you know me and me and Evan. He's just my friend from high school, and I just like I'm very sentimental. Gosh. I just want to play with my homie from high school. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not very good at dubs, so it should be interesting. <laughs> That's an awful more. thing for you to say Everything's to a, all the people every, in the chat. Every match is a learning experience, Evan. Exactly. I'm all still right. learning. Aren't all we all? Yeah, you know, blue blue team? Wait, we're, we're a blue team. Blue team. Let's what go are we looking? Team. Uh, We can do... Um, B-O-S-M. Uh, we'll do... We'll Bottom do, of Smash Mountain. Yeah, we'll just do just BSM. Code BSM. BSM. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to type in BSM and then what? Yeah. Just confirm. Just confirm. On teams. On yeah. CB team red or green, depending on what you and Elan want to be. Uh, Elan, are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You do want you want to do red then, because I'm doing red. Yeah. Okay. Chic man. No fox allowed. <laughs> no fox allowed. No fox is broken. Oh, no. <laughs> I know if we're gonna win, Evan. I don't know if we can win without your fox. This box is kind of clean, not going to lie. Dude, it was was doing some work at Cowtown, not going to lie. Yeah. Not too bad. This is just going to go really, really poorly for me and Elan. Hold on, we're doing hand warmers, aren't we? What kind of country is this? The ice just started swaying. Wave dash and down smash off the rip. I don't know if I want to start this stage. I see a cheek and my eyes go red. <laughs> Fine, no, I guess we're... Hand warmer. We gotta warm up. No, no, this yeah, is the hand warmer. This, this is, is the a warm... very violent warm hand warmer. <laughs> oh, warm oh, season. oh, I see that. I see that Hada pulled out a stitch face, so uh, never mind. I'm big time chilling. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you, don't want the, you don't want the seat, Jesse. <laughs> I got another one. Well, back to back. Wait. Oh, what? Pass it. Oh. 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 I was gonna see if I get the cheap play, you know what I'm saying? 
Oh, hang so on. Okay. Pass the turn up. Uh, Z drop probably. You could, so you can shield oh, yeah. it and then grab it. So like, drop that one, shield it. So what, I would you can either jab it or shield it. 